Welcome to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, Season 2, with your host, Ken Finesse Media, and co-host, Treat a Millionaire. As the hosts gather their show notes and stage the studio for their next guest, sit back, sit back, turn up your volume, and get ready for something brand new. this thing on welcome to another episode of finesse media podcast season two i'm your host ken and i got my co-host trees to me in there in the building trees what's good another episode what's up what's up what's up you already know who it is it's your girl trees a millionaire how y'all doing out there today Mm-hmm. Another episode, y'all. So again, checking us out. If you're following us on our social media platforms, make sure you're hitting that subscribe and follow button and like button. So you can check us out on all of our social media platforms, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook. And then also you can check us out uh, if you're following us um, on, uh, what else I'm going to say? Shit, I don't know. Um, <laughs> you're following us on all these things. Uh, make sure you, you hit the subscribe button. Spotify, Our Heart Radio, and then um, what we got? Our Heart Radio, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, and Apple Podcasts. All that good stuff, man. Make sure you hit us up, subscribe, and uh, you'll be notified when new episodes drop. And each and every week on Finesse Media, we talk to people that's finessing the game. So this week, man, just like weeks before, we got a good one, man. I can't wait to talk to my sister, Annie Ruth, the truth, a.k.a. Loria. I can't wait to speak to you. I know you can hear me. And uh, we're going to get it cracking all the way from Chicago, uh, my sister. So Vanessa in the game, she is. And we'll talk more uh, with her about what she got going on in a couple of uh, seconds. And uh, each and every week, we talk about HBCUs. So hit us up if you want your HBCU to be spotlighted. Hit us up, Podcast at gmail.com. We'll love to have your uh, HBCU spotlighted. And we'll also love to have you to come on to talk about your experience at that university. So hit us up. We love HBCUs. As always mentioned, myself and co-host Trees Millionaire, we're alumni of the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, flagship of the Delta we love our university, our dear mother. So hit us up. So all that and more. Uh, <laughs> what we got? I'm tired of talking. That's all that promo push. And we talk about <laughs> and want to know what the fuck been going on. This quarantine shit is we all good. How oh, you man. been, sis? How you been? Man, up? it's been, uh, you know, it's been so-so. It's been cool. You know, nothing much going on because there's nothing, nothing much going on. Going on. <laughs> so... Um, me personally, I just said instead of, you know, I know y'all heard a few uh, episodes ago that I just been binge watching all the Netflix shows, just Netflix mm-hmm. after Netflix. But I told myself yesterday that instead of spending all that time on binge watching TV, that's not going to be beneficial. Um, I'll watch uh, videos on YouTube, learning a new trade, learning you know, something new as well as I'll practice my horn. 
and do something in my household. So mm-hmm. um, that's what I've been doing. I've been practicing. Um, I did that cement uh, a while back. I told you guys about mixing cement, worked on my walls. Um, and so today I will be reorganizing my kitchen. Exciting, exciting. Yeah, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's like, what can you do? But what can stay you work, do? Right, or, stay, you know, keep stay working. Stay organized. So I figured we got all this time. Now is the time where you can do some really good spring cleaning, but it's not the spring. So. Um, I had already, because of the kids being here, went through like the closets and got rid of everything that was too big, too small, hadn't worn in forever, and I donated it. So I'm going to do another go through of all the closets and Mm -hmm. get my donation bags together. So when this is lifted, I can take it and go donate it to a a shelter that I always uh, support here in Kansas City. And uh, I'm going to get my work office together. And functional. I'm just doing, you know, I just yeah. made a list and I'm just going to do stuff. And I don't know what's going to happen once that list is all completed. I'll probably be even more stir crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's it, too. It seems like that's what's happening. People are doing a lot of uh, online shopping. Are you? I know uh, my wife is. She's doing some stuff uh, online a lot. I'm hesitant, but online shopping is heavy and I think it's running rapid with people not being able to get outside and the conveniency of it too you know you're sitting at the crib you're like yo yeah. I think I need or you know I think I want so you order and stuff you need everything you Man. need everything it's so crazy so it is May so hopefully the weather is is, uh, is, is uh, nice where you are today it's uh, so happy May and to these people that's out here listening to Finesse Media, uh, each and every week, as mentioned, we talk about people that's finessing the game. So uh, we'll bring up our special guests in a moment. But again, we always talk about HBCUs. And so this week, uh, our HBCU of the week is coming right up. Teresa, you ready for the HBCU? Absolutely. Historically black colleges and universities commonly called HBCUs are defined by the Higher Education Act of 1965 as any historically black college or university that was established prior to 1964 whose principle was and is the education of black Americans and that is accredited by a nationally recognized accrediting agency or association determined by the Secretary of Education. It's now time for the Finesse Media Podcast, HBCU of the Week. All right, our HBCU of the Week is Claflin University. Claflin University is a private historically black university in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Founded in 1869 after the American Civil War by Northern missionaries for the education of freed men and their children, it offers bachelor's and master's degrees. Claflin University was founded in 1869 by Methodist missionaries who freed slaves to take their rightful place as full American citizens. Claflin is the oldest historically black college or university in South Carolina and touts itself as the first college in the state to welcome all students regardless of race or gender. The university was named after two Methodist churchmen, Massachusetts Governor William Claflin and his father, Boston philanthropist Lee Claflin. 
who provided a large part of the funds to purchase the 43-acre campus. Claflin's first president was Dr. Alonzo Webster, a minister and educator from Vermont who had previously spent time as a member of Claflin's Board of Trustees. Webster came to South Carolina to teach at the Baker Biblical Institute in Charleston, an institution established by the South Carolina Mission Conference of 1866 of the Methodist Episcopal Church for the education of African-American ministers. In 1870, the Baker Biblical Institute merged with Claflin University. Since the administration of Dr. Webster, Claflin has been served by seven presidents, Dr. Edward Cook, Dr. Lewis M. Dutton, Dr. Joseph B. Randolph, Dr. John J. Seabrook, Dr. Hubert V. Manning, Dr. Oscar A. Rogers, Dr. Henry N. Tisdale, and Dr. Dewan Warmack, which is present, the president, president, <laughs> present president, an act by the South Carolina General Assembly on May, March 12, 1872, designated the South Carolina State Agricultural and Mechanical, Mechanical Institute as a part of Claflin University. In 1896, the South Carolina General Assembly passed an act of separation which served the State Agricultural and Mechanical Institute from Claflin University and established a separate institution which eventually became South Carolina State University. Ladies and gentlemen, our HBCU of the Week, Claflin University. Make some noise for the HBCU of the Week, Claflin University. Always we shout out HBCUs. Uh, we're proud alumni from HBCUs, uh, from, from an HBCU. So hit us up if you want your HBCU to be spotlighted. Finesse Media Podcast at gmail.com. Trees, thank you so much uh, for letting our listeners know about that HBCU. Uh, but once again, we always talk to people that's finessing the game. Um, and so this week we got a Finesse, Annie Ruth, the truth. I heard she's ready, but we're going to bring on in a couple of seconds. Uh, each and every week also, uh, we bring about news that make you go, what the fuck? So, <laughs> it is time for our what the fuck segment, man. News that make you go, what the fuck? Here we go. You turn on the news and hear about the same old boring stories, shootings, and high-speed police chases. Not here. We cover the real news. News that make you say, what the fuck? So get ready for What The Fuck News. Always on Finesse Media, there's some crazy shit. You can expect that. <laughs> All right, man. So What The Fuck News this week uh, is talking about somebody. I always pull uh, information, it seems, that when people win in the lottery. So Colorado lottery winner collects another jackpot in Nebraska. <laughs> It seems like I'm on this uh, site where people always win the lottery. Man, I must, I might need to buy me a ticket. Everybody winning but me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think that is coming up. Listen, I find it from a, a website. And uh, this week, uh, again, Colorado lottery winner collects another jackpot in Nebraska. April 2nd, a man won a $280,000 jackpot uh, from Nebraska lottery years after collecting $25,000 from a, Colorado, from a Colorado shit. Lottery scratch-off ticket. So, and really recap, this man won $25,000 on a scratch-off before, but recently won $280,000 jackpot uh, after playing the lottery. 
Um, Brian Pearson of Kimball told Nebraska police officials or the lottery officials he brought his pickup ticket uh, for the March 28th drawing at Vince's uh, Corner in Kimball, Colorado. So we need to figure out uh, where the fuck uh, is Vince's Corner uh, in Kimball, Colorado, tree, so we can go down there, set up a podcast, uh, probably do a live tape in there, and then uh, <laughs> see the luck. Uh, that they got going on, but the number as mentioned before, the, these motherfuckers. This is a number uh, four, seven, eleven, thirteen, and twenty-nine. Uh, Pierce's match. Pierce's match. All five numbers. The winning. The winner said the numbers hold special significance for him. They're a combination of his late wife's birthday and date of her birth. She's my guardian angel, he said. Pearson said he previously encountered. Lottery luck when he won a $25,000 jackpot from the Colorado lottery, lottery scratch-off ticket. So that's crazy. So $280,000. Uh, and then on the lottery uh, or scratch-off, two hundred $225,000. Shit, what the fuck? I can't get it right. But nonetheless, this man won a whole lot of fucking money. And uh, it's definitely made me say, what the fuck? Uh, because we can't get no luck around here. We can't get no uh, support and uh, nothing, nothing to pass to us. So that's what's going on. What the fuck news? What the fuck segment? We're about to get ready to have our special guest join this segment. Uh, Andy Rue, get ready, and uh, we can't wait to speak with you. And uh, we're gonna come back with a sponsor. And uh, Andy Rue, get ready to talk that shit, man. We'll be back. Thank you for listening to Finesse Media Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Latrice Murray Views. Quality photography that won't break the bank. Contact Latrice Murray Views Photography today at lmviewsphoto at gmail.com to book your photo shoot today. Well, if you thought that wasn't funny, I'm about to bring you something that was really funny. Somebody that's really funny. Somebody that's not only funny, but that's been finessing the game for so many years. Um, Not going to be any way... PC in this episode. So if you just joined us on Finesse Media uh, for this first time on this ep- on you know on the podcast, we talk to people that's finessing the game. But this sister, uh, my sister, is one that again has been finessing the game and that's been making folks laugh like a motherfucker on the internet through the social media on Instagram and anywhere you can catch videos. Man, make some noise joining the Finesse Media podcast for the first time. Andy Ruth Truth, my sister, the real man. What's the motherfucking deal, sis? What's up? What's We doing good. It's good to have you on this podcast, man. Like I say, sis, we bring folks that's finesse in the game. You certainly doing it uh, from Chicago and uh, making folks laugh. Andy Ruth, the truth, man. <laughs> I don't know the way. Yeah, you got to make folks laugh in this time that we've been in and, and, you know, the things we've gone through. 2020. It's been a tough year, 
But it ain't holding you down, man. Like I said, you keeping folks laughing with Andy Ruth the Truth and that character. Uh, again, you can follow her on finesse me or follow her on Instagram, Jesus. But how did that character uh, come about, Luria? Oh, okay. Well, uh, Andy Ruth came about because I actually have a cousin, uh, an elderly cousin by the name of Andy Ruth, and my whole family used to always say when I was growing up, you know what, you look just like Andy Ruth, and you know, as a kid. I ain't. I didn't know who the fuck Andy Ruth was. I was like, who the fuck is that? Like, anybody gonna <laughs> tell me who she is? I ain't never seen her. All I know is, shit, we look alike, so she must look good. You know what I'm saying? That's all I no, know. Yeah, it must be related. But, but they was like, look, uh, she is a firecracker. She talks shit. She don't let you get away with nothing. And, uh, you know, so I basically put the fact that I was raised by my grandmother, me and my little brother, um, I was raised by my grandmother. I put how I remember her, you know, growing up. I put that with what they told me about the fact that I looked just like this woman who was crazy as shit, you know, and she was a cousin of mine. So I put the two together, and that's how we came up with Annie Ruth. Yeah, Annie Ruth is, is a, a hilarious uh, following. <laughs> and I've seen, you know, Annie Ruth be, you know, retweeted in comments and, uh, you know, by other celebrities, mm-hmm. and so that support, you know, how is it coming from other comics on Instagram? Are you receiving the love, you know, and support from the fellow comedians on Instagram? Uh, well, some of them, you know. I mean, it's, 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 it's life. I put it this way. You ain't never, you know, anybody that knows me knows I'm going to tell the truth about whatever I speak about, you know. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not out to talk shit or talk dirt on nobody else, but the truth is what it is, and I... I, when I first started trying to do this some years back, you know, I didn't really have the support because nobody knew who I was, you know what I mean? And now mm-hmm. that I've been doing it for a while, I kind of get it, you know what I mean? Because people, like, you don't know if people in it to to to, to take over what you're trying to do or uh, copy, I guess you can say, what you're trying to do. But, I mean, you just never know. So people usually don't give you that support when you first come knocking on the door, you know? You can hit up people in the in the DMs and in the inboxes all you want to, but you won't get a response from. Then you got mm. the other people who feel like, well, I remember when I was in your shoes. You know what I mean? I was trying to come up and I didn't know who to talk to, who to deal with. I wasn't traveling, so I didn't know anybody. So yeah, I give you a couple of you know words of advice, give you a couple of nuggets that you take that and run with. So what I'll mm. say is the people. The couple people who did drop some nuggets on me, I ran with this shit. You know what I mean? Whether mm-hmm. it was a big nugget or a small nugget, to me, a nugget is a nugget. You take that and you do what the right. fuck you got to do with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so, that works out. That's all you can do. So how do you combat seeing how some people are supportive and then some felt that you were trying to take some away from them? How do you combat, like, the hecklers and the trolls and stuff like that? Oh, I mean, I, me personally, because I'm from Chicago, you know what I mean? We always, course, you know, that's, a, that's probably a slogan. Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You, you, this social media shit would have got you fucked up in person. You know what I mean? But stuff like that is what forces you in that corner. You know what I mean? you like, listen, I had, I had to learn how to be professional, but in their world. You know what I mean? There's, there's the professional yeah. world and there's their professional world. You know what I'm saying? So you got people in their world that feel like being professional is I'm going to go on social media and I'm going to talk shit about you. And I'm going to tell everybody your business and all that shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I started off real humble. I was like, you know what? I'm just don't say nothing. 
I'm going to say nothing about it. Leave alone, you know what I mean? I, I, right. I kind of had it out with a couple of people who I felt like I was helping in a different way. In our personal lives, these were comedians, too. I was giving them this, the, the knowledge that I felt like they needed because they were going through personal stuff. Like, for example, people dealing with uh, uh, the mental issues and stuff like that. And I'm like, God damn, they're dealing with this shit behind closed doors, but they're making the world laugh. So I would always come to them like, hey, you know what? I don't want to see you stop. I don't want to see this happen to you. Why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Keep going, blah, blah, blah. Ignore this bullshit. And then the whole time I was dropping nuggets on people that I didn't even think I was dropping. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Helping people out in a different way. But then I started hearing people come to me like, you know what? I think that's your gift. But wait a minute. Mm-hmm. I can't let you tell me what my gift is. You know what I mean? I got to figure that out. Right, right. You could be telling me that you think this is my gift to stop me from being your competition. So guess mm-hmm. what, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? You take your minute, take your pill, and don't call me no more because I can't help you. And then I see these same people blow clean past me in the following. A hundred thousand, two, three hundred thousand followers, literally overnight. But I'm giving the game that I wasn't even using. You feel me? So I deserve what I got. I was mm. never mad at people, but they treated me like I should have been. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of say to myself, to a certain extent, if you reach out to me, it's a difference. You know what I'm saying? I, I, the ball is in my kick, and I can say whether I want to work with you or not. Like, so I'm not we, reaching out really like that to most people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so what we what would we, you know, come to know about your character? On, on, you know, Andy Roof, and how is that different from other characters that we know that's similar to, you know, your character, uh, Andy Roof? What do you, what would you say, you know, that stands Andy Roof apart from these other characters, like the, of course, the Medeas and, and you know, other. Uh, you go all the way back as, I guess, Grandmama, even with, you know, Granny's, you know, being funny. So what does, mm-hmm. you know, what is that? You know, thing or what does any roof stand out? You know, against you know these people that came out before. Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that too because I've watched a lot of these, you know, grandma characters and whatnot, and I even got unfollowed by one of my favorites. One of the, it's crazy. We we'll talk about that, but um, I've watched who was that? Huh? You said who was that? You got unfollowed by who? Oh, oh you being nasty. Gotcha. Look at this. Uh, no, but the lady that plays the, the character, Shirley, I followed her. I put her, her out there to the world and telling everybody about her. But, uh, I don't know what happened and when it happened, but she unfollowed me. <laughs> so I just, I, I don't know. I don't know. It, I, I have no idea what happened. And she didn't just unfollow me and blocked me on one form of social media. She blocked me on all forms of social media. And I was like, damn, what I do to you? You know, like, our characters are so different. She does not curse. She doesn't, you know what I mean, use no foul language or nothing like that. She just funny as hell. It is what it is. But mm-hmm. I curse. I'll be whole nine yards because that's what I grew up with, you know, around. Which makes, <clears throat> excuse me, which brings me back to your original question about what makes me different, my character different. Uh, I look at it like this. I've watched all of these people do it, and I've seen how some people say, well, this character is... Is, is I put this character together because of my aunts and my uncles and everybody in my family and blah, 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 blah. Mine, to me, is significant because it's significant mainly to me, which makes her even, which makes it even funnier when I do the character because I grew up in the system. 
my grandmother raised me, like I said, and my little brother, excuse me, and not knowing, ever getting a chance to formally meet the cousin who I named this character after, you know, kind of, that that also fueled something in me too, you know what I mean? It's the fact that it's real. It's 100% real. It's not like the character is doing something that you would never really see a real grandmother do. She's doing everything that a lot of people you know, can pretty much relate to when it came to their grandmother. She's not mm-hmm. too off the chain. I mean, well, she is. She's batshit crazy, but still, she's not overboard. You know what I mean? And that's what I find in a lot of the characters. They take the character overboard. I feel like Annie Ruth is, is sitting right there in the pocket where she's really 100% related. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, this is not some shit that happened in real life. They would have killed her. You know what I'm saying? But... Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like that's what makes the difference in me and a lot of the other characters. Mm-hmm. Speaking that truth, speaking that truth, giving the people yeah. again what they can relate to, um, you know, it's, it's certainly what I, I would agree with uh, on, you know, that that when you're listening and we're well, not listening, but when you're watching the videos, it's certainly authentic. It's certainly coming a hundred percent. And again, I know you, so I, I sometimes forget the character, but I really forget uh, the ghetto girl. I don't know if you have a name for her, but the ghetto girl is hilarious as shit. That's one where I really forget you. I really get lost in the sauce. I'm like, yo, who? I forget who I'm watching. Says that's what I'm saying. I'm like, yo, you're in full character with the ghetto girl chick. So what? I mean, with all of what we got going on and getting downloaded, but what? inspired that character <laughs> what can we expect you know from that well, character well that character uh <laughs> that's crazy I and what's funny about you saying that you get lost in that character is because she's not she doesn't even have like a full costume to me you know what I mean like she's got the eyebrows that's all jacked up and she's ghetto I think what more so does it is the voice you know what I mean? She's loud, she's obnoxious, and she's screaming the whole damn time she's on the live. I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna tell you what fucked me up. I'm gonna tell you what fucked me up, and what I like about it is when she's looking at the camera and when she's reading what the fuck people saying, and when it's almost <laughs> like she can't really see what the fuck people saying, so she's squinting and shit. She like she doing her own thing. She's talking in the background, but then she's coming back to the camera. It's like what's she saying? What's she saying? That I think the nonverbal. Or what you do with that character is really what makes it funny for me. It's fuck what she's saying, loud she is, it's not. But the the body right. language when she's coming back and forth to the camera because it's a distraction. And then when you know uh, what she's gonna be seeing, it's gonna be funny as a motherfucker because she's gonna come back and say, "Oh, what, what's she saying? What's she saying?" You know, somebody talking shit right, to her. Right. Yeah, I love it. I came up with that that character because. We see this chick every day, these young girls on, on Instagram or on Facebook, and they'll literally go live, and there'll be one person that will fuck around and jump in the live by mistake and jump right the hell out, but they still be talking and like, like, <laughs> like, how do you, how are you, who are you interacting with? I see it all the time, and I'm like, they'll get on there, and they'll be on there for like an hour twerking and shit like that, and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. I understand what you feel. What are you feeling right now? And I said, you know what? Maybe it's the music. They play mm-hmm. music. So you see me play the music in the background. I'm like, you know what? Let me get the music going. Maybe that. As the character, I kind of get into that. You know what I mean? With that music mm-hmm. start playing, that video click on. I'm like, <laughs> oh shit, that's what they feeling. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I think that's probably what it is because maybe on the lines and you be like, what the fuck? 
that I just took on. And then I literally sat here for like 15 minutes and watched the stupid shit. So I need to do something with this shit that I just watched. I got I got to take it back to the crowd. And I'm going to put this shit on video. I got to get this shit on wax. I got to get this shit on wax. And they really believe this shit makes sense. So, hey. So my question is, how are you developing these characters? And do you have some new ones that you'll be releasing? Like, what is your process when you're developing these characters? And what new ones do you have for us? Well, I'm, oh, oh, that was, that was good. That was good. So, <laughs> I'm going to give you one word for the development of the characters. For me, I can speak to everybody else for me to develop you know, um, I done been through so much shit in my life. I'm talking about being shot before. I've been down a lot of fucked up roads. But when I think about the struggle, like I growing up, I didn't know what to do with struggle. When it was over, it was just over. But as I got older and somebody said to me, you know what, you've been doing this elderly woman boy for a long time. You need to put a face with the moon and blah, 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 blah. You know, I just, I wasn't really with it, but... As I got into it, I started realizing that the only way for her to be real is for you to be The only way for any of your characters to be real is for you to use real life scenarios. What, what, what's, what's really happening? Okay, well, I got kids, so you gotta, everybody tells you this. Six or two things this year has gotta be the dumbest shit I've ever heard in my goddamn life. So guess what? I use those scenarios <laughs> that come about, you know what I mean? And I use those to the character. Or add the character to the scenario, so to say. And um, I definitely have some new characters up my sleeve, and I know this one is going to hit home too a little bit. And Mr. Finance himself, uh, my grandfather passed away uh, last, well, 2018, July 2000, sorry, 2019, he died. And he was, we had this kind of love hate relationship when he was growing up. I, I've had literally had six fights with my grandfather and up. God rest his soul, you know, I know he knew that I loved him and, you know, uh, I know that he loved me even though we didn't get to make peace with one another. But he's my next character. His, his life is my next character because he has said, you talk about the shit that I've done in my life, like, like stupid or crazy or funny. Me and Ken have both witnessed that man do and say some of the craziest shit you've ever heard in your life. And if he does, if I don't dedicate a character to him, I wouldn't. It wouldn't be right. So that's my newest. That's the biggest thing that I can give y'all right now is that the new character that's coming about is definitely going to be dedicated to my grandfather. Okay. That's see. See, we need all the insights. Now, with your, you're doing now, you're doing like, you know, your skits and stuff like that and little short monologues. Are you thinking about transitioning to doing maybe stand-up or are you in this lane and that's the lane that you're, you're liking right now? Like, what do you have um, planned for on the horizon? Uh, well, I've actually already done some stand-up. I've done a, a few shows already. Uh, I did a couple in Chicago, and I've done a couple here in Texas. But you know what? I think the acting part of it is what really takes control of me. You know what I mean? I really, I have to be 
on the acting, you know, side of things. The mm-hmm. the stand up, if I ha- if that's something that I had to do in order to kick down the door that I'm 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 standing in front of with my hand on that knob, then that's what I would do. But uh, I'm not gonna say no completely to stand up. But right now, me fueling these characters that I already have and bringing some new ones to the forefront, my goal is to create an entire thing. You know what I mean? That's what the goal is. The ultimate goal is to create an entire family for uh, my kids <clears throat> on social media and keep blocking that. Like I said earlier in this uh, in, uh, show, we are going through a lot of shit right now in the world. You know what I mean? And social media is rocking. I don't know if everybody else is paying attention to it, but look, we got people coming up that we didn't even know we don't fucking social media, okay? Love you. I'm, I'm looking at people getting a million followers. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Where did you do? Where did you come from? To get to a million, where the fuck was my answer? Because I don't, you know, so I, I plan on, you don't know, since we don't know how long this will go on, I plan on creating an entire family, you know what I mean, for social media presence only. You know what I mean? Mainly for the social media. So that uh, we can get this thing going. It's a lot of people out here that can relate to my story personally and to the characters. So I'm definitely going to stick with that for right now. Okay. And with the acting, is that something you're trying to transfer into maybe like indie movies or Hollywood? Or, you know, what about that since you really like the acting aspect? Oh, see, we go big or we go home. Hollywood or no wood, you know? <laughs> we go, we going all the way. You know what I mean. I'm, I'm, I've never been big on doing small things. You know what I mean. So, and that's what it is right now. You know, it takes sometimes it takes certain people longer to get there than it does others. I'm not, I'm not worried about the the, the microwave situation. You know what I'm saying? Right, the fast move, the fast pace. Yeah, yeah, fast. You'll lose it just as fast. So mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm pacing myself, you know, and getting there. Yeah, you ain't got to rush it. You ain't got to rush it. Things will be there. They're going to happen in time. Um, but uh, really, just to kind of wrap things up from separate from the character and the person, mm-hmm. Luria. You know, let's talk about Luria from Chicago. You know, before, oh, when yeah. you or, you know, when you take the Annie Roof off, when you take the girl off, the ghetto girl off. You know, Loria, man, somebody that I've known for so many years has been doing her thing, uh, you know, as a mother. You know, let's take that let's take that and, and, and acknowledge that. Because being a mom, you know, is certainly rough. And, and being a comic and, and trying to do so many diff- different things. But before the mother, we also take that away uh, real quick to talk about the musician, uh, Loria. You know, somebody that has talent, you know, also <laughs> behind uh, the musical uh, genre as well. And Luria and I, we met each other uh, early part of, I would say, 2000, maybe. And she, too, uh, is an alumni of the University of Arkansas Pine Bluff, you know, in by way of, you know, an attendance and really, really uh, gave me uh, that baton to attend the university. So uh, myself and co-hosts, as you all know, we attend the same university. And and Luria and I was talking offline, and, and I was saying to her, hey, my co-host, Trees, you know, she <laughs> is, uh, my, you know, my co-host, you know, just that. And she goes, oh, I know Trees. And, and so circling back around, it's a funny way of bringing things around, y'all. We're talking, mm-hmm. you know, almost 17 years of bringing this thing on a platform where, you know, thousands of people hear us every week and every episode. 
uh, we can really say, hey, together that we started, you know, early on at a university all together. Uh, yeah. So I was telling Trees, um, Luria, before we jumped on about about that connection and saying, hey, I was saying to Luria that you know we all know each other from from the university. So uh, being a musician, you know, uh, was something that you did early on in high school. Is that something oh. that you still ever think about doing? You know, want to get back to? Because you played the was it the trumpet, right? I played trumpet and French horn. Okay, that's what I thought. I definitely think about doing it, and the reason why is because I got, of course, like you said, to be a mother. I have two kids born on the same exact day, three years apart. Don't ever ask me how tough that happened because we couldn't do it in the <laughs> Oh, you ain't got to ask me, Loria. I'm the king of kids. <laughs> I got the most kids probably on the show. <laughs> <laughs> right, but uh, no, but my daughter, she's, uh, I'm talking about all around dancers. Uh, she's an artist. She does all this stuff, and like this, just she was just born with this, this these talents. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's not something that taught to her. So one day she came to me and she was like, uh, she had uh, did the Batman, uh Diana coach Diana from the Dimension Doll. When they first started doing everything they were doing, and she tried out and got, you know pulled in to be on um, to be in uh, this camp in the summer. Uh, we obviously we ended up moving on there because in Texas, but we had a lot of family reasons, you know, family problems. But when she came to me and said, "If I ever play the instrument, I want to play what you play," and I was like, "Well, what did I play?" And she goes, "I don't know." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so <laughs> you play what I played if you don't know what the hell I played. You know what I mean? I was like, "Cause when I played my instruments, I took it serious." And I had to think back. When I very first walked into that band room in nineteen ninety eight in high school, don't 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 say nothing about that kid because I I felt I kinda my ears got hot. I felt like you was gonna come in with a little joke. <laughs> Coming in hot, no. No, I'm a, no, I'll keep it off, yeah. You know I'm going with it. You know I'm coming with it. <laughs> no. I'll just sit your ass down now. You know, we grandmother carried belts too shit. But but she ended up, I thought about, you know, when she brought that up, I said, well, when you walk in the band room, the band director said, okay, well, what do you want to play? And I was like, I don't know. You know? I was like, it's not like I came from elementary school, banging or nothing. So I thought about Louis Armstrong. It's the first thing I said, okay, you know what? I want to play trumpet. And he was like, oh, so you already got to see. I said, I'll play the piano. I just told you that. About two minutes ago. I don't play none of this shit. But we're going to figure it out. And for me to get on my instrument, and, you know, become section leader within like a year and a half of being in the band was crazy, you know what I'm saying? And then became the band president right before graduating high school and all of that. I just felt like, you know what, when I go to college, I'm going to be the chick. No, 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 you're really not. You're not going to be the chick. You're just going to be in the band. That's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, but I thank you, man, for, you know, uh, being a part of the band because again had it not been for you uh being in the band had i not you know even ended up at the university you know uh playing in the band so shout out to you know you know to you for that at uh, making that connection yeah. real yeah I but uh man story. I see you. <laughs> we won't tell the whole world what really happened it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, we own it though so, I mean, so any Ruth the Truth, 
and we got the ghetto girl going. Uh, and I know that you said your other character would be your uncle, uh, your grandfather plant. Can't wait to see that because Grams was definitely funny as a motherfucker. Uh, got stories with him, as you mentioned. And, uh, you know, he being as authentic and as real as possible. So, uh, no other choice that you'll be real. But before we let you go, I want you to do two things. I want you to take these two characters, Annie Roof and the Ghetto Girl. But the first one, uh, Annie Roof, I want you to, in your character, in your Annie Roof way, uh, because, again, for our listeners who aren't um, familiar with Annie Roof, and I give you a second of a pair. I don't know. I know you don't need it. Shout out to my Virgo sister also. Uh, she don't need it. But at the end of the day, any roof, let folks know in any roof's way, you know, uh, how important it is uh, to take this virus, this coronavirus serious. And so in your own way, let folks know how it, how you will respond to folks that's not taking it serious. Any roof, man. Hey. I, I, what I want to do is I want to tell every last one of you hard-headed bosses out there walking in around and going to the grocery store and shut to sit your ass down, okay? Because you're going to give that shit to the rest of them. You got to put your gloves on and your mask on the face. And and, and I thought, uh, Ken, I thought the, the coronavirus was some alcohol. When did this shit start killing people? <laughs> I don't know I don't know auntie It's crazy out here You gotta be careful This shit don't make no sense It's killing folks And they still drinking the shit I don't know Tell them to put the mic On their face and glove And they got to go get them Tylenol and boys And water and hot I know the house, but still, you got the bar in that water and spray some Lysol in there because it's drinking too. Right, right. They using bleach, Auntie. They said they got to be using bleach. They using bleach. Well, yeah, they ain't using no damn bleach because the house still dirty. It was dirty so the coronavirus came around anyway. Damn. Ain't no problem using I saw bleach in you say what, Auntie? I saw bleach in the grocery store. It's the yeah. one of the that's one of the things you can still get. That means they ain't buying nothing. <laughs> Boston. Annie Roof band the truth. Yeah, I'll make sure y'all hit that on Facebook there. Follow her uh Instagram page as well. Annie Roof the Truth. And then um what I also want you to do before you get out of here, because that character, which is my favorite character, the ghetto girl, I want you to flip it, man, because this ghetto girl, I think she does everything in her own way. She's in her own right, finessing in her own way. Uh, but tell folks in the ghetto girl way, in your ghetto girl character, um, you know, how they shouldn't be worried about the coronavirus because it ain't that serious. Okay, hey, y'all, what's up, lad? <laughs> but I just want to come on here so I can tell y'all or whatever um, I don't even really be can because I had went to the store a couple of times already. I had went to the store yesterday or whatever. And they be saying that if you, like, call on somebody or something, you will get it. But I don't even be can because I got to cough anyway. <laughs> what the fuck? I'm not going to hold my coffee in for y'all. But it ain't even that serious, though. So. I had got this message, though, so, from my um from my caseworker or whatever. And she was coming out like, it's a... Uh, they not going to be my child support. So I was going to still just go up there 
and I'm just standing outside in the front of the office. I'm going to go live or whatever so y'all can see it. Because this nigga going to have to give up <laughs> You know what I'm saying or whatever. I'm just, I'm just going to go up there. I'm not even going to go up there and be fighting or nothing. I'm just going to go up there so they just, you know, kill me in my face. So, yeah, you know, it's not going to be a child support or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Because don't nobody give a fuck about no, uh, what it's called? Uh, uh, coronavirus. Coronavirus, G. Coronavirus. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but I don't need nobody to care about all that. You know what I'm saying? They doing that. So these niggas don't have to pay their child support or whatever. But I'm still giving, I'm still getting mad. I don't need to care. You know what I'm saying? Over there. The whole foul. You know what I'm saying? They all just. Everybody's in the act like you supposed to wear these masks and stuff. I'll be all sweating and shit. I'm not wearing this stuff. <laughs> girl, you crazy as hell. I remember that girl. What's her name? Tree? Yeah, yeah. You don't remember me, Tree? Man, I was having a hard time, but KB refreshed my memory. Oh, so see, I told you I had that. You remember? <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it was Y'all, but don't even worry about that uh, uh, Serena virus or whatever, y'all, because we'll be back outside. I can't wait to y'all. I got me a new outfit, too, y'all. <laughs> 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 y'all, because I'm going to be fresh like the first day of school on these bitches. Keep doing it. Keep being fresh. Keep finessing the game. Annie Ruth, the truth, man. Thank you so much for joining Finesse with your podcast. Keep making people laugh and doing what you do, sis, man. I love you so much, man. And uh, again, don't leave. Uh, stick around. We got a little bit left in the show. And uh, don't don't leave and don't come back. Come back, man. We'll love to have you back again as a guest on the podcast. Oh, most definitely. I appreciate y'all. If I could foul right now in front of you, I would. Shit. <laughs> 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 That's what's up. That's I love y'all, bro, man. Thank y'all for having me. That's what's up. You're welcome. Definitely. Thanks for coming. Thanks for coming. No problem. Anytime. Any, any place I ain't got to take a plane to, shit, we good. I'll be there. <laughs> right. Coronavirus is holding it down and keeping everybody on lockdown now. Uh, house arrest, if I can call it. Andy Roof, man. Thanks again for joining the podcast. Hold it down, man. Sis, I love you so much. Each that's what I'm talking about each and every week. We hold it down with finessers and people that's finessing the game. Andy Roof the Truth, hit her up on Instagram, follow her, support her, let her know that you heard her heard her on this episode. And uh that's what we doing, Trace. And another good episode in the can, man. Woo! It is time. Excellent episode. <laughs> I had to catch three y'all y'all don't know what's happening this year. It's all good. We're gonna keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hi right, y'all. Thank you for joining us. Another episode of Finesse Media Podcast, season two. We'll see you next week with something brand new. Holding it down, Andy Ruth the truth. We'll see you next time. Don't go too far. Come back again. Thank you for listening to another episode of Finesse Media Podcast. Make sure that you hit the follow or subscribe button to be notified when new episodes are released. Also, make sure that you are following us on all of our social media pages.
Instagram, we are at Finesse Media. Twitter, check us out at underscore Finesse Media. And on Facebook, Finesse Media, LLC. See you next week with something brand new.